Thank you for tuning in to the Hope Community Church Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Hello, everybody. Um, I'm so glad you tuned in with us today. Um, if, you, if you don't mind, if you haven't already, uh, like the video. Uh, leave some comments as, as we go through what we're talking about today. And um, even share this with your friends or share it to your page. Um, today is uh, an important day. Um, it's the day of Pentecost. Um, we've now been 50 days from uh, Easter when we re- uh, celebrated the resurrection of Jesus. Uh, 10 days ago, we celebrated the Ascension, and today we celebrate the day of Pentecost, the the day um, the Holy Spirit uh, fell on the earth and ignited the church. And um, today is also a hard day um, to honestly, to talk and to share and, and to be pumped and amped um, because of everything that's happening in our nation right now. Uh, yesterday I sat with my two sons, uh, Ezra and Rowan, and, uh, they had just finished breakfast and I was drinking coffee and watching the news and seeing everything play out. And as I'm holding my two sons, I'm, I'm pondering in my head thinking, you know, for me, I'll never have, you know, it's, it's never crossed my mind to worry about my two sons, uh, walking home from from football practice or going out with their friends or driving somewhere when they're older um, to be um, possibly murdered by those who are uh, commissioned to serve and protect. Um, that's not something that's ever had to cross my mind, but my neighbor who's two doors down from me, uh, whose sons play uh, football for the high school, who happen to be black, happen to be black um, I'm sure that crosses that mother, that dad, that grandma every single time they walk home from school. And that's not something that that I've had to deal with. And so those thoughts come to my mind on a day like this um, that's supposed to be a celebration of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. And it's a constant reminder that maybe we have missed the mark so much when it comes to what we're actually supposed to doing. And I'm not trying to get heavy here. Um, I just want us to realize what's the reality of who we're supposed to be in this moment. Um, We have a whole community. We have uh, races of people in this nation who have been told their entire life that they're not worth anything, that they're not, um, that they're nothing more uh, than a dog, so to speak, somewhat like the Jews treated the Samaritans. Um, Been told that, that, that they're animals, been treated as such, even enslaved as a people. And we did that. I know we didn't collectively now in this moment, but in our past as a nation, we did that. Um, and it has continued on, maybe not so much in chains, but it has through uh, sentiment, through actions, through thoughts, through even um, preconceived ideas, even things that, that maybe is deep down in here that we didn't even realize that we were doing. And, you know, as Hope Community, we have taught for a long time 
that the beginning of beginnings doesn't start with the wounding or the fall, but the beginning of beginnings starts with the Father declaring that all creation is good and that man is created in the image of God. The image of God. All humanity. And now that is supposed to be the message of the good news. It's what Jesus came to tell us, came to show us this is what humanity is supposed to be like. Um, this is uh, the divine wrapped in humanity. And, and so on a day like today is a celebration of the Holy Spirit falling down on the earth, hitting humanity, and declaring to the universe declaring to the universe that humanity is in a position to be all that they were intended to be. And so I know it's, um, it's hard. There's so many things out there in the media and, and, and even on social media and, and all of it is geared to trigger emotions and to start arguments and things like that. And, and my challenge to you is to stop for a moment and just think, ponder, and reflect in your heart, and think about your neighbors, and think about how, how they might feel in this moment. Think about the things that they've had to deal with in their lives that you haven't. It's not saying that you haven't had a hard time, it's not saying that there's not things that has happened to you, But there's things that has happened to African-American people, to, to Hispanic and, and Native American people in this country that has not happened to us. Years, centuries that has taken place. And, and, and that's, that deep-rooted thing that has been passed down from generation is now exploding. And if you look at our history, especially, I'm just going to go with my 45 years that I've been alive. I have seen riots take place. I remember in 1992, uh, I was still in high school when things uh, happened in LA. Uh, it wasn't too long ago that we saw things uh, break out in our nation in Ferguson and in a few other places. And now here we are, it's 2020, we're in the middle of a pandemic um, and things are being exposed in us that has been there for a long time, deep-rooted things that are coming out and now we've seen the murder of, of uh, our African-American brothers and sisters in this nation. Should not have happened, and it happened. Those things are being exposed. And so we as a church have to address them. We have to understand either the good news is good news, and it has a response to these type of things, or Jesus was a liar. And I am one that stands by our statement, which I, I have on my hat. Um, our statement is hope is here. Hope is here, right now. And church, we are the ones that are supposed to be a givers of that hope. And sometimes being a giver of that hope is to shut our mouth and listen and hear the words that are being spoken. Look beyond the actions and see what's there at the heart and what's being said. Recognize it and see it. And then out of that, listening, 
compassionately maybe offer a hug, maybe offer and just say, I'm here, maybe offer and say, I'm sorry, maybe offer and say, um, how can I help today? Be a shoulder, be strength, walk with, march with, be with um, those that are crying right now. Blessed are those who mourn, right? Several places in scripture talks about being strong and walking with those who mourn. And that's what we need to be doing right now. I said the other day that we were going to talk about the return of Jesus. And I know, um, I know a lot of you are like, <laughs> Pastor Mick really doesn't talk about stuff like that. Um, and when he does, he kind of breaks some things down and maybe shares it a little differently. So that's kind of what we're going to do today. And it goes right with all that we're talking about, right? In Acts chapter 1, uh, before the ascension, Jesus tells his disciples, and I'm just going to read it here. Uh, Jesus tells his disciples, I'm going to read from the message translation, Acts chapter 1. It says, what you will get is the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit comes on you, you will be able to be my witnesses in Jerusalem all over Judea and Samaria, and even the ends of the world, okay? So Jesus is sharing with his disciples before he ascends to heaven. He had just spent 40 days with them, teaching them about the kingdom. And we talked about what that is. That's, that's God's family. That is the message of agape, the, the message of hope, the message of telling people how the Father sees them, that they are created in his image and he loves them and that they're valuable. And that when people understand that message, Things begin to shift in them, and what's on the inside begins to be produced on the outside, and so actions begin to change. And so Jesus even shared on the Sermon on Mount and said, uh, listen, um, this is how you act, and this is how you'll be uh, when you find out who you really are. You'll no longer want to judge people. You'll, you'll build your house on the rock and not the sand. Uh, you'll, you'll be a light to the world. You'll be, you'll be salt to the world. You, and he walks through all these statements that so many people look at and say, well, he's just repeating the commandments. He's not. He's sharing what happens on the inside of you when you realize who you really are in the Father. And so those are the things that he had shared. And then he, he, he looks at his disciples and says, listen, the Holy Spirit's going to fall and you're going to be my witnesses. You're going to be my messengers. Uh, the Greek word there is martus. It can also be uh, messengers uh, that give the message so much that they'll give their life for it. There's a picture here that Jesus is telling his disciples that you are going to copycat, be, check this out, me. If you go to John chapter 14, John chapter 14, uh, verse 12, I want to read from the, the mirror translation. Jesus says, I want you to be fully convinced about this. Anyone whose belief concludes in who I am will also do the works I do. And because I'm going to my father, the works that the believer will do will be of the greatest proportion and of global influence. The father is as present in you as he is in me because of my going to do what I am about to do. John 14, then we jump into Acts. Jesus is telling his disciples, and through these words, through these scriptures, telling us that we, hear me, we 
are the return of Jesus to the earth. He has been returning since Acts chapter 2. The Holy Spirit has empowered the church to be Jesus, to be Jesus, boots on the ground in all places around the church, around the world. That's Jesus returning. Now, is there a future return? We're not going to get into all that. There's, there's so many theories. There's so many different things. Do I believe that he's, he's coming back one day? Yes. Do I believe that I'm going to see it? My own personal opinion? No. All right? That's somewhere off in the future. Okay? Wherever that may be. Doesn't matter. Honestly. What matters right now in this moment, in present reality, is that you and I are Jesus to the world. I see so many people commenting, uh, on Facebook and they're saying things like, the only answer to all of this is Jesus. And I hear Jesus screaming, yeah, that's you. <laughs> you're the answer because you're Jesus, you're me there right now because the Holy Spirit is in you. And so when we look at Acts chapter 2, Acts chapter 2, I'm going to read from the uh, N.T. Wright translation. Acts chapter 2, when the day of Pentecost had fully arrived, they were all together in the same place, and suddenly there came from heaven a noise like the sound of a strong blowing wind, and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then tongues seemingly made of fire appeared to them, moving apart and coming to rest on one of them, on each one of them. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other languages as the, as the Spirit gave them words to say. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven staying in Jerusalem at that time. And when they heard this noise, they came together in a crowd and they were deeply puzzled because every single one of them could hear them speaking in his or her own native language. They were astonished and amazed. These men who are doing the speaking are all Galileans, aren't they? They said, uh, so how is, it, how is it that each of us can hear them in our own mother tongues? There are Parthians here, there are Medians here, there are Elamites here, people from Mesopotamia, people from Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, Asia, uh, Phygeria, Pamphylia, Egypt, and, and, and the parts of Libya that, are, that, are, that belong to Cyrene. Uh, there are people from Rome, proselytes, as well as Jews. There are Cretans and Arabs. Uh, we can hear them telling us about the powerful things God has done in our own languages. <laughs> Oh, it's right there. I underlined it in, in orange. Listen, you are the return of Jesus. And listen, we celebrate today not because we're begging God to send his Holy Spirit to come again. No, you have the Holy Spirit because he's already fallen and you are Jesus to the world. The Holy Spirit dropped, and in this moment in Jerusalem, you have to understand there's Jews from everywhere, but there's not just Jewish people there. This is Jerusalem. It's a major trading hub, and you have to understand that there are Egyptians. There are people there from all over Africa. There are people from all over Asia. There are people from all over the Mediterranean. At this time in history, there's probably even folks all the way up from the Germanic and, 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 and tribes from France that have made its way down from being conquered by the Romans that are now inside of Jerusalem, right? The Holy Spirit falls and these, these Galileans start speaking in all types of languages from all over the world and people from all over the world hear the message of the good news in this moment. Jesus returned in Acts chapter 2 and now the church 
preaches that message of hope, Jesus is here. We are his hands and we are his feet. We are his hugs. We are his kisses. We are his embrace. It's why Jesus said that, that you will go and preach the good news and make disciples. Not make converts, not make slaves, but disciples. A disciple is a follower. A disciple is brought in and, and treated like a family member. So in other words, you are to go into the world, preach the good news that you are part of the family. And you are walking with us. And it says that, that signs shall follow them. So like Jesus, like Jesus, we're, 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 we're called to heal the sick. Mind, body, and soul. We're called to, to cast out divisions. I know it says demons, but demons uh, in some sense can be that an entity, but honestly, there's places where it just means divisions. And so we're to cast out divisions. Like in this moment, our job as the church is to cast out division and share the hope that all humanity, I'm getting close to the camera, all humanity is created in the image of the Father. And none should be looked down upon. And none should be treated differently. That is the message of the church, and we forgot it. Because it's right there in the birthplace of who we really are. We were called to share the good news in all languages. And the good news is, is that, and I know it's so simple, it's Jesus loves you. He came to tell us that the Father's not mad and that he loves you. And the Holy Spirit is here to teach us and to guide us in all truth. Who's the truth? Jesus. What's Jesus doing? Showing us who we really are. Folks, that's the message of Pentecost. It's, it's not fasting for 10 days before we get to this point and expecting fire to fall down from heaven and us twerk and flop on the ground. Which, don't get me wrong, I've been hit by the power of the Holy Spirit before. I have laid on the ground. I have seen people hit by the power of God. I'm not mocking and making fun of that. But that is not the end-all, be-all of what this day is about. That's just icing on the cake. Don't think that I'm sitting here saying that things like healing, real legit healing, doesn't happen. You can't look at me and tell me that when I have seen things like my grandmother walking away and... and and no longer having the condition of diabetes after someone prayed for her. So, so you can't, trust me, I believe in miracles and things happening. I have seen it over and over again in my life, but it is not the end-all be-all. The end-all be-all of why the Holy Spirit came was for us to be Jesus in all aspects of life, in our homes, wait, wait, to ourself, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, right? It's acts, man. To all nations, all races, and to all, and to the entire world. That's what this day is about. And so, I ask that you would join me today in a time of reflection 
in a time of, of, of just maybe looking in on yourself and saying, am I being who I am intended to be? Am I being Jesus in my neighborhood? I just ask that you would just take some moments today to, to walk through that and think about it. And um, let's start the day tomorrow being it. Be Jesus. Be Jesus in your home. If you've been beating yourself up lately, be Jesus to yourself. Be Jesus to those that are hurting right now. If you have friends that, that you're, that's close by, uh, and you know that they are definitely being affected by what's happening in our nation right now, reach out to them. Tell them that you love them. Tell them that you don't, you, you don't know what it's like, but you're here. You're a sounding board. You, uh, if you need a, a shoulder to cry on, maybe they just need to know that you're with them and you're standing with them. Be that for them today. Contact them through social media. Send them a message. If they posted something and you see them being ripped apart, just post a, hey, I love you. I'm with you. Be Jesus. Move beyond. Last thing that I'm going to say and I'm done. Move beyond the politics. Do not let, do not let the media, the president, any senators or congressmen, do not let them turn this into something political to divide us again. Don't let them do what they did with the pandemic. A virus. <laughs> We've taken a virus and made it political. Oh my God. Don't let them do it. Don't let them do it. Be Jesus. Be Jesus. Speak Jesus. Hope is here. I love you guys. I hope this wasn't too crazy for you. I, I, I normally don't do stuff like this, but it's something that's needed right now in this moment. So I love you. Um, uh, hope you saw some of the announcements uh, that we posted. I'll give them to you one more time. This Wednesday, uh, Wednesday Night Life, we're doing a joint thing uh, with Cross, uh, uh, Cross Current Church in Michigan. I'm going to be on with uh, Mark Wargo at 630, and I will rebroadcast that onto our Facebook page so we will all be together. So that'll be sweet. Um, we are tentatively, tentatively, looking at doing a, uh, a gathering, actually showing up and being together on uh, June 14th at 1130. Uh, and I'll tell you some more details about that this week. Um, I'll post it on Facebook. I'll send it out uh, through email. I, I, we're going to blast it like crazy, um, but we're going to get together for one time in June and hang out uh, and spend some time together so we can see everybody's smiling faces. But that tentatively is going to be June 14th. Just flow with us. Be fluid with us, okay? Uh, we've been doing good, and I think uh, I think this is this is just going to be an awesome opportunity for us. And I'll give you some more details about our summer adventure for 2020. I am so excited, and this thing is going to launch on June 14th. Uh, and I, I know you're going to be excited about this. You're going to hear some of the things that we got planned that we're going to do for this summer. It's going to be tight. Uh, so hang out with us, and uh, it's going to be good. See you guys Wednesday night, 6.30, not 7, 6.30, Facebook Live with Mark Wargo and Cross Current Church. All right? Thank you, guys. Hey, thank you for tuning in. 
if you wouldn't mind, check out our webpage. It's wearehopecommunity.com. Peruse some of the things that we got going on there. There's a blog, some more media. Um, there's a place to give if you would like to. Um, you can check out some other services that we have got. Um, but more importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And there's a place where you can just write a question, shoot us an email, whatever. We'd love to hear from you. You can also check out our Facebook page and our Instagram. Uh, you can connect to us, connect with us through those as well. But thank you so much for tuning in today. And remember that you are valuable beyond measure. <laughs>